Did you hear what I heard in this gospel? Jesus is talking about a life that is blessed. But did you hear the words that he used? If you and I were to describe a life that is blessed, would we have used the words poor, hungry, sorrowful, and hated for the sake of Christ? (laughs) It almost seems foreign to our way of thinking. And Jesus does this all the time. When he's teaching, it's like he's, he's taking us and just kind of turning things upside down. When he says, for example, whoever wants to be the greatest must become the least and the servant of all. If you want to enter the kingdom of God, you must become like a child. If you want to save your life, you must give it away and be willing to lose it. What Jesus is actually doing is he's turning things right side up because what we don't realize is we can sometimes have things backwards. In our fallen human condition, we can have things backwards. Now obviously it's not possible for us to deal with each beatitude that Jesus mentions. Let's just talk about one, the first one. Blessed are the poor, for the kingdom of God is theirs. We all come into this world poor. Every one of us. We come into this world so needy. And we have these fundamental basic needs. We all have, this might be a short homily. We all have the need for love. We have the need for belonging. We have the need to know who we are and the purpose of our life. And so we need truth to reveal what that is. We need happiness. We yearn for it, but what is it? as we continue to search and search. The problem in our broken condition is we try to fill this poverty in a way that can never fill it. I remember when I was younger, and perhaps you can relate to this, I bought into the lie I bought completely into the way of thinking that if I just had enough money to buy all the things that I wanted, if I could just achieve enough, be successful enough, that I 
could be happy, content, secure, and needing nothing. And so I put all my trust and hope in the things of this world. And I didn't know it. And I remember coming to a moment, and this was before I heard this this line from St. Augustine, who said, O God, our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. Before I heard that, I had this moment where I became aware that even if I could take everything in the world and somehow get it into my heart, that I would still feel empty, unfulfilled, restless, and wanting more. Nothing could seem to satisfy this neediness, this hole within me that seemed to be as big as God. How does this state of poverty, of neediness, become blessed? Here's where I think this parable that Jesus teaches elsewhere gives us a clue. Do you remember this parable when Jesus said, the kingdom of God is like a person who finds a treasure. And when they find this treasure, they go and sell everything that they have in order to enjoy and possess this treasure. Notice what happens here. In finding the treasure, everything else becomes secondary. What is going to lead us to a place of clinging and grasping and striving for the things of this world to a place where we are free, where everything takes its rightful place for the sake of the treasure. What is this treasure? Don't you want to know? Well, I'm going to tell you. Paul understood this beatitude when he says in his letter to the Galatians, the life that I live now is a life of faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. There was something about knowing this love of Jesus that reoriented Paul's whole life, that he was willing to even give up everything else. Listen to what Paul says to the Philippians. I count everything as loss for the sake of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord. He goes on to say, for the sake of knowing Jesus, I have suffered the loss of all things. And in fact, 
I count everything as of having no value in order that I may gain even more of Christ and be found in him. And he tried to encourage this beatitude in those early Christians, encouraging them to live in this world but not be of it, to use the things of this world as if we use them not. And what does he say is the key? Ephesians chapter 3, that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, the height, and depth of the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. And we remembered a couple weeks ago that this love of the Father and the Son is poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. In other words, this beatitude is first about the impact of the love of God on a person's heart and then their response to that love. In knowing this love, Paul felt free regarding everything. Now he could live in the world, not be of it. He could make use of all the things of the world, but using it as though he used them not. He was free. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. I was trying to build a little kingdom for myself in this world, and God wants to to give me his kingdom. What is God's kingdom? It's God. And God wants to give himself. God wants us to know his love and the spirit of God in us wants that love to be experienced new every day so that we can find in God's love the treasure that we are really looking for, the only thing that can fulfill the neediness of our human heart. Blessed are the poor in spirit who know the love of God. Now in my weakness, I can be enriched with God's strength. Now in my limited human knowing, I can be enriched with God's wisdom. In my life of broken human love, I can know and be enriched by the very love of God. And in knowing that, I can loosen my grip and my grasp on all the things in this world, no longer putting my hope and my trust in any of it, but looking for my hope, my security, my need for love, happiness, belonging in God alone.
then we can be free. Don't you want to be free? (laughs) This is what I want. I want to be free. I want to live in this world, but I want to be free of it. I don't want to be weighed down by it, entangled in it, distracted by it. I want to be free to fly like a bird to God heavenward. And I know you do too. This is why blessed are the poor in spirit. And the same love that Paul knew is given to us in every holy communion. When we receive Jesus today, what does he want us to know? The length, the height, the breadth of his love just for you and for me. Amen.